This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One of the big questions is, what is money? For practical purposes, it exists in a series of uh, heterogeneous databases, very different databases. Do you believe in crypto? Digital currency may be an answer. But it is the highly speculative asset. I do own Bitcoin. There is no second past. Welcome to the Crypto Curious Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Bamboo app. Crypto Curious is your go-to source for all things cryptocurrency. Whether you're a seasoned pro or new to the world of crypto, we've got you covered. Each week, we'll break down the top news stories of the past seven days, giving you the information you need to stay on top of the latest trends and developments. Plus, we'll share with you quick bites of news and insights that you won't want to miss. If you're new to crypto, we recommend starting at the very early episodes as we break down the basics and give you a solid foundation to understand the crypto world. Join us as we explore the ever-evolving world of cryptocurrency and educate ourselves along the way. Let's dive in together and discover the exciting potential of crypto. In this week's episode, We'll talk about meme coin madness that swept over the marketplace. We'll cover off on a mountain of news that's affecting crypto exchanges right now. Is yours one of the ones named? And as always, the short, sharp news bites that cover off all the different crypto topics. So stay with us. My name's Tracy, and I'm joined by my mates Blake and Craig. That's right, folks, the A team's back. The three of us are here. Craig is back in the seat after a couple of weeks away. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good, mate. How are you? I'm a bit stuffy, actually. I've got a cold, to be honest. But other than that, I'm happy to have all of us back. Craig, how are you? How's your couple of weeks away from the mic? Great. Um, I seem to have missed meme season, so I've been (laughs) trying to catch a few pumps, but with no luck, Trace. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, why don't we just dive into it? Because as I mentioned in the intro, it's... Well and truly, meme season in full swing. Um, is it a flash in the pan? Or are we coming to the end of it? What are your thoughts here, boys? It sort of tends to happen every few years. And I think mm-hmm. it started with, you know, maybe in Blake's era, the OG Doge was the one that sort of was the first meme coin. Yeah, and well, then Doge was a meme, yeah. Doge was a meme. Second one, I think was worth mentioning is Shiba, which was 2021 mm. season, late 2020. And now we've got Pepe, which is the frog meme. So, but I think what people don't realize is there's been countless Pepes made before this Pepe that have just been rugs or have been scams. And it sort of produces these mouthwatering returns. And even the experienced guys like me and Trace here in this group chat with, um, some friends and even we're tr- even we're looking into it and it's it's just human psychology we think it's it's almost like a lottery ticket Blake yeah exactly right and that's interesting that there's been other pepes but this one has got up do, do you know why at all I think it's it's a case of timing and maybe people knowing that it's not a rug it's a fair launch and then all of a sudden it gets circulated in a few trader groups and then you, before yeah. you know it it's at five mil goes again and it just timing timing it just mm. it, 
It goes nuts. It goes bananas. But let's go back because we did. We spoke about Pepe two weeks ago on the show, Blake, and this definitely Pepe did kick off um, this little mini meme season that we've going on. So it launched late April, um, and the coin's market cap amazingly has surf- surpassed one billion dollars last Friday, according to CoinGecko. So at one point, it was worth more. Then your darling Arbitrum's Arb coin. I could not believe that. Like that's madness. Yeah, yeah. So it's up three hundred and seventeen percent from when we spoke about it, Blake, two weeks ago, and I called it a shit coin. So it's it was, and when we spoke about it, then it was three thousand percent up. And it is like gambling because you just don't know what's going to happen. And I think with the market being where it's at right now, um, with a bit of sideways action and, and not much going on, people are out there to take mm. a punt to maybe just jump on the next big thing, you know. Um, look, this guy that put $263 in there that's now pulled out three, $3.8 million yeah. and he's still got $9 million in there. It's crazy, and there's and there's people that you know there's new, there's Twitter accounts that have sort of bots that tell you all these new coins that are launching, and like ninety nine point nine nine percent of them are rugs, and you know one of these things is like literally a needle in a haystack, and to try to chase this is just you know at your own risk, I'd say, Trace. Definitely at your own risk. You should only put in what you can afford to lose because most of the time you're someone else's liquidity, you're someone else's exit money. When you're putting it in, you know, yeah. they're, they're taking it out. And I think the psychological aspect of it is like Pepe has 420 trillion token circulation. So if you put in like 50 bucks, you all of a sudden you have a billion and you think, oh, if this goes to 0.001, I'll have a million dollars and, you know, it's it's just... Yeah. Well, that's why it's a lotto, isn't it? It's a lotto, um, yeah, exactly right. Um, our CTO in one of our chats, he was he was saying that he thought um, it was like the casino, it was, a lot, it was like the lotto and he didn't mind that because it was it was a little bit of hope and as long as, like I said, you're only putting in what you can afford to lose. If you pop, you know, if you're putting 20 bucks on a lotto each week, why not pop it on Chad or Bobo or Mung or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever else is out there and, and watch the chart go as long as you're not putting your life savings or selling your car or selling your grandma then and it almost becomes like it's almost like a bit of culture like people for the culture that buying like people that are buying pepe all of a sudden they're going to jump on twitter they're going to share pepe memes and people are just saying like pepe is the future of finance like even i was saying that to you trace like as a, <laughs> as a complete joke and then all of a sudden people are like let's just buy for the fun of it like there's nothing else oh. going on in the market i was just going to say that uh, this kind of phenomena usually happens in bull runs when people have lots of excess cash and that's when these meme coins okay. often, you know, get really strong price appreciation. So it's interesting to see that it's happening in a bear market and that just wow, that just says okay. to me that there's, you know, people aren't in pain, um, you know, people are people people are <laughs> optimistic about the future and they're willing to have a punt on stupid things and it means, you know, they've, they've got spare cash. Oh, so Blake Cassidy saying that perhaps we have got more pain to come. We've got a little bit of a <laughs> we're going down. Okay. Yeah, and I was just going to say it's sort of acts like a little bit of a catalyst for people to sort of jump into the space again. 
Like I've had mates that have messaged me that haven't messaged me since the last bull run and they just said, have you seen this Pepe coin? And like all of a sudden people have yeah. just spiked the ears up again and just seeing what's out there. That's the thing. It catches headlines, you know, in crypto yeah. media, mm. across social media and in the traditional media outlets, you know, it becomes a big story and then, you know, the hype um, perpetuates. Absolutely. I think, you know, maybe we could be at the end. I, I think, I don't know if you guys saw it, there's – um. There was some news over the last couple of days. Someone put up how it takes 27 seconds to actually make one yeah, of these. And they that. gave a – yeah, so – and I think it was bookmarked something like 11,000 times now. So a lot of people might be potentially out there. But one that I did want to mention and we've spoken about a few times was the Turbo um, coin. And that was actually done by an Aussie here, um, Rhett Mankind, who's from Melbourne, who's um, pretty well known as it would seem throughout the, 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 um, the traps here. Um, and he's got a really cool video on YouTube explaining how he made this using chat GPT and AI tools. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, it's still got no utility, nothing behind it, but he's basically said, help me do this. Um, and it's it's basically a exercise in art and it's just, it's gone mental and it's gone, you know, it's gone viral. Uh, so that, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. And it's also interesting, I think with Pepe as well, just wanted to mention that it does become like a cascading effect because as you can see, like all these big exchanges list Pepe, people like me and you saying it's useless, let's short it, everyone's shorting it and then all of a sudden it's a short squeeze while retail are FOMOing in and it just becomes, as Blake said, these, you know, mouthwatering returns. But interesting about Turbo. Mm, yeah, they're, they're definitely cultural mm. memes and they're, you know, a price is being attributed to, you know, the the – value and the scale of the cultural meme really. Look again and what what we want to say here to round this out people is it, it very much is gambling. It's like going to the casino, it's like buying a lottery ticket and they're the kind of things you need to liken it to so only put in what you are willing to lose because this is very much something that you've, <laughs> you're probably going to lose on so let's leave it there and, and let's just see where uh, whether we're at the at the tail end of the meme coin round that's going on at the moment. We always find ourselves with so much exchange news. So this week's been no different and we're at an entire section on here, especially for exchange news all around the world. So let's kick it off, Craig, with some breaking news overnight about OG exchange Bittrex. Yeah, Bittrex, one of the OGs back in the 2017 bull run, has now filed for bankruptcy protection on Monday, three weeks after the US SEC accused it of operating an unregistered securities exchange. They said that the bankruptcy would not impact Bittrex Global, which serves obviously global customers outside the United States. But yeah, this is another company that's been targeted by the SEC and just a bit of a scale of how big it once was. And in 2018, they had a 23% market share, but now they only have 1%. So I think they fell a little bit behind, but they were home to a lot of early adopters, Blake. Mm, that's right. Just for a little bit of history, they were massive. Um, you know, in 2014 to 20, 2018, 2019. Um, and they were one of the first exchanges to list, you know, lots of the early stage coins, uh, you know, lots of the startups. And then as a result, lots of the ICOs that rolled through in 2016 and 2017. And, and the exchange was huge. And of course, then competition heated up. Um, and yeah, it'd be interesting to see which securities the SEC believes that Bittrex had listed and, 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 and had sold. 
so it was, is there any information about that? There is a little bit. I found a couple of articles. To be honest, the Bitresk CEO is really salty on this one. He's come out and he's really cut saying that we've been coming to you asking for help on this, like many, like before them, saying we wanted clarity and we've heard nothing from you until we basically have been given this Wells notice. So, again, really unclear um, and um, we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But, look, um, they're not the only ones. Coinbase has been uh, not sure of a few headlines either this week, Blake. What's happening there? Coinbase Global um, plans to expand its business by launching a derivatives exchange catering to international crypto traders um, outside of the US. So the newly launched platform named Coinbase International Exchange will list perpetual futures for Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, from late last week after obtaining a license from the Bermuda Monetary Authority. Uh, and like I mentioned, guys, it looks like that you know, all the major American exchanges are looking to fill the void from the failure of FTX by launching your derivative products um, and attract you know those customers that um, can, you know, of course, no longer trade on the FTX platform. Yeah, huge market share has been left up for grabs with FTX falling over. So let's see how they go. And also in relation to Coinbase, uh, report they reported their fifth consecutive quarter of losses. Uh, the results show that the customers and investors have pulled back somewhat. Um, but, you know, we're in a bear market. Um, Coinbase has been in three or four different bear markets now. They know how to navigate it. I don't think having losses in a bear market um, is that bigger issue for a company like Coinbase. They're, they're continuing to build out the future of finance and also probably retaining a lot of their good team members. So um, I'm, I have no doubt they know what they're doing there. Absolutely. In Brian Armstrong, we trust. Look, moving on to some Binance news, Craig. Yeah, so Sunday night, Binance pause their withdrawals for Bitcoin for 24 hours, citing a congestion issue. Now, guys, this is a bit of a unique one. So have you guys heard of the BRC20 tokens before? The BRC20? No. Yeah, so they stand for Bitcoin Requests for Comment, and they're an experimental framework for building fungible tokens on Bitcoin using ordinals. Now, ordinals, as we've covered before, is a protocol that enables people to mint NFT-like assets on Bitcoin called inscriptions. So what people are doing is they're creating their own meme tokens on top of the Bitcoin blockchain. There's been around 400,000 unconfirmed Bitcoin transactions, which is way higher than 2018 and way higher than 2021. And that's caused Binance to halt Bitcoin withdrawals, which people have started to freak out about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I think that this is going to potentially cause issues for Bitcoin in a bull run if you know, already it gets very, very congested because of the limited throughput that um, Bitcoin has and you know, putting in new use cases on top of it uh, is going to further uh, increase the cost of transacting on the Bitcoin and make it slower. Um, so yeah, I reckon this is, this is actually pretty concerning um, uh, to see how, you know, it's going to be going to make it pretty tough. And Blake, how do you see like the whole layer two and Bitcoin lightning? Like, do you think that'll gain traction based off things like this? Yeah, well, certainly they'll be used more, but now the cat's out of the bag, you know. Like you mentioned, this is an experimental protocol, but what new business cases does it open up um, for people to build protocols using this B20 protocol? So, you know, they're using it for NFT now and NFTs now, but you know, could it be used for 
DeFi, could it be used for other use cases? And if it can, um, you know, I suspect that Bitcoin is going to become pretty much unusable for small transactions, uh, and which you know, may be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not really sure, but uh, it's certainly a change from where it is now. Yeah, and guys, I've made a commitment to my to-do list to jump over to a BRC20 and test it out, and I'll let you guys know how it goes. Hope I don't get rugged. <laughs> And look, some more bad press for Binance as the Justice Department is investigating Binance Holdings for potentially helping Russians evade US sanctions. Binance is facing multiple probes, including the IRS and the SEC investigations, but they are maintaining that it's complied with sanctions and has a strong KYC protocol. So, mm, yeah, we'll see where that one goes. More Binance news, boys? Yeah, still with Binance, um, Shiba Inu, uh, the meme coin that we all know, um, XRP and Cardano, and other cryptocurrencies um, are supported by Binance Pay, uh, which now can be accepted on all WordPress stores. And the last I heard that you know, WordPress is kind of the infrastructure that about 50% or more of the world's uh, websites are built on. So this is a pretty huge deal. It gives uh, lots of ability for developers to integrate crypto payments pretty easily. Um, and WordPress is a modular protocol or modular service, um, which makes it easy to to add these things in. So yeah, no, it's great to see more and more adoption. Yeah. And look, a last little bit of Binance news there. And we've been speaking about meme coins, but last Friday the 5th, they listed meme coin Pepe on its innovation zone and enabled spot trade pairing. So there you go. But uh, there's a few other exchanges in the news uh, this week, Blake. Who else have we got? Yeah. You know, we, we've spoken about Voyager. Um, the platform in the US that um, that went bankrupt and it will now liquidate their assets. Uh, customers will only receive about 36% of their assets that they um, had on the platform, um, which is unfortunate. You know, under a deal with Binance to acquire them, uh, customers would have had 70 to 80% of their assets back. Um, but unfortunately, Binance pulled out of that deal, citing, you know, issues with the regulatory landscape in the US and uncertainty. So uh, it's a bit of a shame. Um, at least they get sank, but, you know, it's obviously uh, not what their customers wanted. Yeah. And lastly, for our last bit of exchange news, FTX sold its warrant rights to the Sue token too early and missed out on what it would have been around about a billion dollars worth of tokens as the Sue price surged above $3 after the mainnet launch last week. Sue token uh, is a layer one developed by Justin Sun of the Tron frame and also a few guys from Meta. Uh, this, you know, uh, would have been really helpful for the guys at FTX at the moment because they have got some pretty massive lawyer fees. But again, yet they missed out on that $1 billion. That's a good time, I think, to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have our short, sharp news bites. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. You're listening to the Crypto Curious Podcast. And just before we get into our short, sharp news bites, we just want to give a little plug to the Bamboo app. I'm sure there are a lot of you out there using the Bamboo app right now, but if not, this is the best time to be dollar cost averaging into the market right now. And remember, when you do sign up, use the code CURIOUS to get $10 worth of crypto. And we are available on Android and iOS uh, out there for you now. And let's get on with the news. Craig, you're up first today. Yeah, so the Ethereum Foundation has just sold $30 million of Ether, and that's always sort of coincided with a with a top. So people are hoping that it doesn't happen again, but the ETH price fell 4.8% of the day and did, did cause some jitters in the crypto market. But, you know, we've covered ETH Foundation before and they are a non-for-profit and they do have to sell down to pay their employers. So let's hope that it's a non-event, Chase. Yeah, we don't want you to be a bear after being such a bull all the time. (laughs) I've got one here. Sotheby's launched on-chain secondary NFT marketplace. Sotheby's are right behind these NFTs and metaverses at the moment, but this new platform allows purchasing secondary NFTs with ETH or Polygon's Matic and artists will be paid royalties automatically uh, according to their chosen rate through smart contracts. The platform will try to distinguish itself by offering a selection of artists handpicked by specialists via the auction house. So very fancy. Blake, what's up? PwC, PricewaterhouseCoopers, has reported that 70% of Indian business executives plan to integrate Metaverse into their organizational activities. Now, yeah, hopefully these mm. guys know um, what Metaverse is. Um, but yeah, it's, it just sounds a bit odd. Yeah, yep. it just overall mm-hmm. sounds a bit odd. So, H- Had you taken out Metaverse with blockchain, I would have got that, but I'm not sure Metaverse into organizations, that's, a, that's definitely, interesting. Definitely doesn't make much mm. sense, but yeah, no. interesting. All right, we'll see how that goes. Craig, what's up next? Ethereum transaction fees are at their highest since May 2022 and the gas fees are up again and people are accrediting the meme coin saga to the new Mm. Ethereum um, gas crisis. So, yeah, highest since May 2022, Trace. Yeah, I assume it would be that. Moving on, this is an exciting one. The coin market camp will be making a shark tank type of crypto startup show. The show called Killaway will allow entrepreneurs to pitch ideas for new Web3 products and products to a panel of judges. I'm keen to watch that actually. Yeah, it, wouldn't, it won't be too bad, I think. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. The NFT marketplace Blur have a protocol called Blend um, and it's facilitated 16.5 million of loans. Um, through about 8,000 Ethereum just in the first day, which sounds pretty successful to me. So good on them. Yeah, Blur's kicking all the goals at the moment. Awesome. Another one by the Cash App, which is Jack Dorsey's product by Block. They reported that the the surging sale of Bitcoin over the first quarter of this year, they said their Bitcoin-based revenue was up 15% year on year and their profits are at $931 million. So they're doing well adopting Bitcoin. Pretty crazy, yeah. And look, I think we'll leave it there, folks. There are probably half a dozen other really great stories we could have added in there, but what I might do is add them into our Facebook community group. So come along and join us there to see those other stories that we could have popped in today. And if you think there's something that we missed, again, join us or reach out on podcast at getbamboo.io and we'd love for you to join us again next week on the podcast. Bye for now. Bye. Bye for now. Crypto Curious is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. 
Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Crypto Curious are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act of 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Crypto Curious acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.